Welcome back to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. This is episode 17. And we have big news today. Uh-huh. We got sponsored for epi- or sorry, season two of Coming Off the Bench. Yep. We are gonna transition from season one to season two after the NBA finals this year. Mm-hmm. Going into the beginning of football. football. Yes. Which is coming up soon. Yep, the last month without any football. And we are being sponsored by one of you guys. Yep. Whoever wants to volunteer first, whoever <laughs> yep. wants to give us money for nothing. We your will, decal will be on our shirts. Yep. yep. We will put your decal on Brandon's shirt for our video list podcast. And uh, we will make sure to mention you every time. But that's about it. So, yep. Welcome back. We are going to start with talking about the finals that are actually starting in about 45 minutes. Yep. So, which is why we're talking about first, although it does not uh, mean anything at all for people listening. But <laughs> when we make our predictions, they will be recorded prior prior to the first tip off in 45 minutes. Yep. So, who do you have winning the finals? And I have a son's winning. Ten, uh, I have the Suns winning the finals. Okay. I have them winning in six games. Um, that could obviously like change. I have the Suns winning, period. I do too. The amount of games may change. Six games means that I, I'm I'm anticipating Giannis maybe come back like halfway through the series because he's he was like questionable or he, they, he was upgraded to questionable for tonight's game. Yeah, but he's not playing though, right? Uh, I actually or have is no he idea. still questionable. I think as of as of right now. I heard that he's questionable. Okay. I'm assuming he's coming back at some point in time in the series. And so that's why I'm saying six games. If Giannis doesn't play, I could see the Suns sweeping them. I could see them beating him in five games. Wow. Without Giannis. Yeah. Like, but either way, even with Giannis healthy, I see the Suns winning. Well, there's a video of him testing out his knee before game one. Okay. So at the moment, I'm not quite sure what that means. It means a lot of nothing, actually, because yeah. that they just try to get you hyped and nothing yeah. usually happens. That injury l- looked really rough. Yeah. I was listening to um, Chris Bosch, I think, was on Greeny, mm-hmm. or he was on uh, Get Up, I think, on okay. one of the shows, and he said that he had a he had a similar injury, and he's like, he predicted that he will not be coming back. Yep. He's like, that's, kind of, that's one of those injuries where you don't want to mess you don't you don't want to actually mess something up right and then he could potentially miss all of next year right which would be awful at the same time i mean you're in the finals yeah that's true i mean like terrell owens played on a what then he just had surgery on his ACL. yeah yeah when he was with the eagles Mm -hmm. um and he had like 10 catches 140 something sure 40 something yards anyway still lost anyway (laughs) but I I have the Suns winning in seven. Seven. I think I think the Bucks defense is just really good. Now, did you make that pick? Anticipating. Wait, wait, wait. I said the Suns, right? You said the Suns. Okay. Winning in seven. I don't know why my brain just said the Bucks. Okay. In seven, I wanted to make sure. No, it was the, the Suns. Suns. So, did you make that pick, knowing that, or or in your brain is Giannis coming? Whether back? he plays or not. Whether he plays, even if Giannis doesn't it, play the whole series. 
if he doesn't play the whole series, I see the I see them winning in six. Suns in six. Suns in six. Yeah. Okay, so that would switch one game. That yeah, I think I think their defense is is good enough to win two. Giannis wins them a game. Okay. Three. But so I'm planning. I mean, I think he's gonna play. I would be shocked if he doesn't play any. Yeah. In the finals, um, but I think it's Chris Paul's year to win a finals, um, and then Jay Crowder mm-hmm. and the finals. I think he's a great role player. Um, the big dude on Phoenix. Aiden? I can never. Sark. That guy. DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. Yep. He is. Very, very good. You know, we should have what we should have did for this episode. Maybe we'll do it next episode. We should have went back and looked back at our takes for the beginning of this year. The beginning NBA. of this year, yeah, NBA, and okay. see how we did. Because we both called the Hawks being, being a, a sleeper. sleeper team. Yep, and we both called Phoenix being a sleeper team, quote unquote, even though they went eight and zero in the yeah the bubble. But I also remember. I know I said, I'll pat myself on the back here for a second. <laughs> Go I for remember it. we talked about the Suns and I mm-hmm. said that Booker was going to take it to another level mm-hmm. this year because of Chris Paul's leadership. But I also specified DeAndre Ayton because I thought that DeAndre Ayton was kind of, I mean, he's only like two years in the league, Yeah. but I thought he was kind of heading down that bus route because mm-hmm. he wasn't, he was number one overall pick and most he people, was. Did, yeah, he like, and most people weren't really even knowing who he was. And right. I'm like, dude, this guy, if given the right situation, which was Chris Paul with Chris with Chris Paul. Tongue twister. Um yeah, tongue twister. Um <laughs> he that could be the right situation for him. So and I think that it, regular season he wasn't quite as good, mm-hmm. but postseason he's definitely developed into I feel I feel like players. you see like players come out in the postseason. Yep. Because they play those crazy minutes. Mm-hmm. If when once they're in a, I mean, you have your stars, you know they play there, you know they're good. Steph Curry, blah blah blah, LeBron, all them. But I think kind of like the, the lower ones on the totem pole, but are still pretty good. Play whole whole heck of a lot better in the playoffs mm-hmm. because you're actually playing almost forty minutes a game. Right. You like you leave your best players out there. Yep. For um, sure. But, so I actually looked up some fun facts about this this uh finals finals here all right all right number one it is the first time since 1977 no team features a player that has won an nba championship since 1977 wow so both teams don't have any championship no championship players that's really cool what's another one that is very interesting there's only one player to ever play in the finals that is playing in this finals. Wait, let me see if I can guess him. Is it Peter? No, it's not Peter Tucker. He played last year. Oh, Jay Crowder. Yep. Yeah, it was Jay Crowder. His, yep. his, his first time was last year playing six games with Miami. Yep. And that's then the year before he was in the Eastern Conference finals, wasn't he, with Boston? Yes, but it wasn't a finals. It wasn't Eastern It was not the finals. finals. Like the actual no, it wasn't final. the NBA finals. Right, the it NBA was the finals. Conference finals. Yeah. Yep. So he's the only experienced player with six games wow. from last year. Everybody else has never played so in the cool. finals. Um, Tori Craig? Yep. So yeah. I want to give shout out to Sheldon Hurst who put this on our basketball feed. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, he played 18 games with the Bucks this year, which makes him eligible 
to win either way. He's now a Phoenix Sun. Yep. So, so he gets a ring no matter ring. what. Yep. Which, speaking of that little chat, we do have a basketball chat. Um, mm-hmm. Brandon and I are in a chat with my brother Jay, who's been on the podcast. Jose, you've heard a lot about mm-hmm. him. And last episode, we had Sheldon Hurst on. We've done a, a few bets. So just to keep kind of tabs, I think Jose, uh, oh no, yeah, Jose owes Sheldon a cheesesteak. Because That's of right. Bet. And then there's one other one that I forget what happened. But I'm still waiting for somebody to take me up on the waxing. <laughs> I want somebody to bet me something and get waxed if they lose, and I'll get waxed if I lose. Just to kind of give everybody that's you listening the a, little a little bit of an update. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, this is the first finals that uh, brothers will be playing that made it together. Adetokounmpo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy, Giannis Antetokounmpo and, and his brother. Or something, or Giannis. I have no idea. But if they end up winning a champion, if they end up winning, they will tie their other brother who won it with the Lakers last year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this is the first finals. It's an end of a streak. It's the first finals mm-hmm. since 1987 that a former player of Shaquille O'Neal will not play in the finals. That's awesome. Shaquille O'Neal has played with at least one player that's made the finals since 87. Now wow. it, the streak is over. It almost happened whenever, if the Clippers could have made it. Rajon Rondo was still on that team. Okay. And Rondo would have played with him in Boston? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So wow. that streak is now gone. Dude, that's cool. So great, that was pretty great cool. Great little fun facts. So now that we're at the NBA Finals, let's take some time to walk down memory lane mm-hmm. and uh, let us talk about what's happened so far. So what what different highlights have have you noticed in the playoffs this this far? Um, so just that a lot of people are getting hurt. That's probably. Yeah. I mean, it's not a highlight, more of a low light. Yeah. But just so many stars getting hurt. Kawhi Leonard. Uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, um, and I mean, there's so yeah, many. There's so many. There was like Giannis is now hurt. We had uh, Lebr- AD got hurt. Harden also got hurt. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, there was there was just a lot yep. of unfortunate injuries. And- That's kind of been the story of this playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, what? Okay. So, what is your thought? So, LeBron James came out with a tweet uh, about his. I told you so. Yeah. We should not have started this. This season. Yep. Should not have played. What is? What was your? I guess your first reaction? Because I, my first reaction, I would just say I was. I'm annoyed. Yep. <laughs> for sure, it would not have come out if he was not in, or if he was still in the playoffs, he would not have said that. Right. He's out. Yep. Get over it. Yep. Like you, you lost. You're finding any other way to throw, throw shade on the NBA because mm-hmm. oh, that's it's their fault. I'm not in. Yep. Like you should have listened to what I was saying. Nah. Anyway, I want. I wanted to ask you what were your thoughts on. Yeah, I mean on that. I think it's bullcrap. <laughs> um, I I think I mean, 
It is. I mean, it's mm-hmm. stupid to 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 look at it and blame it on the schedule. Honestly, I'm and we talked about this a little bit off the podcast, but I found it fascinating that specifically Kawhi Leonard got hurt, James Harden mm-hmm. got hurt, and uh, Kyrie Irving got mm-hmm. hurt. Those three guys specifically, and even LeBron. And I mean, LeBron plays more than anybody, so yep. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt there. Be- but he plays more than anybody because of how good his teams are, mm-hmm. not because he willingly plays. Like, right. he doesn't play as many minutes as most other people, or I should say, most people in the past. He mm-hmm. doesn't average 40 minutes a game like um, Dwayne Wade and, and yeah. eras before, you know, Kobe Bryant and those guys would average close to 40 a game. Yeah. Um, whereas today's star is like 32, 34. Um, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, so, so what I'm getting at is I found it fascinating that those guys who are sort of the, sort of the poster boys for resting, you yep. know, Kawhi Leonard rest, taking rest days just to be healthy for the playoffs. Well, study, you know, people were saying, well, if your body's not ready for playoff basketball, you could get hurt if your body's not up to par, if it's not up to shape. Yeah. And what happened? Now your body's not, hurt. yeah, you get hurt mm-hmm. and your body's not up to ready to go. And, and, and Kawhi got hurt. What was it? His knee, right? Yeah. But, it was his it, knee. but like, it was kind of a freak thing. It, th- those things and Kyrie's thing, he came down on his body on his ankle sideways. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to stop that. James Harden, his was a thing about his hammy, his hammy. It wasn't ready for the stress of playing in the NBA yeah. every other night. Uh, you know, in the playoffs. So I find it fascinating that all these guys who took time off to quote unquote, be ready for the playoffs weren't ready for the playoffs because they got injured. Like <laughs> it's sort of like this smack in the face. That's why I'm so excited. Like th- there is a big part of me that is excited that as much as I kind of hated Brooklyn losing yeah. to Milwaukee because we didn't get to see those stars. Mm-hmm. I kind of loved it because, and, and same thing with LA, like the Clippers when mm-hmm. they lost to Phoenix I was kind of happy because I don't want the teams that are known for resting their players to yeah. win the finals because if right. they're winning the finals and they're resting their players, then it's going to become a recipe to win championships to rest your players. Yep. And I don't want that. So I'm I'm actually glad to see the teams that are resting their players go I'm down not and not get into the finals because I think it's irritating as a fan to see the best players in the league rest mm-hmm. during random times in the season just because they want to so that they're ready in the playoffs and now look it didn't help anyway so so with the Nets season the Brooklyn Nets yep. do you consider it a failure oh yeah even though those two players got hurt I mean either way it's still a failure yep. I mean it, it was championship, championship or not yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean you when you look back I mean people are probably may look back and, and see that they didn't win it or whatever but if they if this team say next year they go and get to the playoffs again. I mean, they will. Yeah. And they get hurt again. And they don't win a championship. And then they do it a third year in a row where somebody gets hurt. And there's always an excuse. Mm-hmm. 30 years from now, we're going to look back and we're going to say that Brooklyn team didn't win a championship. Period. It's a failure. It's a failure. Yeah. Like, that was one of the best teams ever constructed and they didn't win a championship. We're not going to be like, oh, but James Harden got hurt or whatever. Like, we might remember that as sort of an asterisk, but like... It's not going to be the main thing we talk about. The main thing we talk about is that James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie all played in the same team and didn't get a championship. Yep. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, another thing that's that kind of jumped out during the playoffs was the 76ers. Yeah. And Ben Simmons. I don't want to keep beating 
somebody that's already down but like <laughs> that was bad like really bad like 30 percent from the free throw line or something 40 that yeah mm-hmm. all these free throws that they're free where you right. should you're an nba superstar yep whether you're a superstar star nba player you should be able to make a free throw right well take, i mean take out the you know thirty thousand people in the stands at an nba game Brandon and I are actually better free throw shooters than Ben Simmons because <laughs> Brandon and I once went to a playground and we were playing at a park and we did the free throw competition. You know, you shoot five, mm-hmm. I shoot five or whatever it was. Um, and I think we both went or you I beat couldn't. me. I think you went eight for 10 or seven for 10 and I went six for 10 or something like that. And 80% free throw shooter. 80%. Like Come at good. me, people. Now we were in a park by ourselves. We didn't have a bunch of people yelling right. at us and whatnot. I think, but, but I, yeah, I think if uh, if I was in that crowd, I think I would go nine for 10. Nine for 10. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the pressure would anyway. help you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I thrive. Ben Simmons, <laughs> like, the thing that Ben Simmons is making that much money, and like, it obviously it's silly to say that we would be better than him or whatever, right. but like, the I fact know. that we are better at free throw shooting legitimately like statistically speaking Mm -hmm. we hit free throws better than he does and (laughs) like that's crazy to think about like what the heck yeah or whenever he uh passed up on a dunk i was watching i cannot so disappointed yeah i was yeah pretty bad i can't dunk i cannot dunk i can pass up on a dunk though i can too i can Mm -hmm. but i can make a layup that's right in front of my face he should have at least made a layup yeah on that play yep so with ben simmons this so this is a, a scenario that I heard Nick Wright. He's a commentator for Fox Sports. Right. Anyway, he said this trade would be perfect for both teams. Ben Simmons, straight up trade for Kyrie Irving. Mm. I would disagree mm-hmm. with that because I think Kyrie is a better player. Yeah. But I also don't think Ben Simmons fits with the Nets Brooklyn. quite as well. He's a point forward, so yeah. and they already have a point in James they've, Harden. And a potential point in Kevin Durant. I mean, he can handle the ball. He can. Yeah, he can handle the ball, but I think he's better off the ball. But yes, he can still do that. Yeah. But I think Ben Simmons is best when he doesn't need to be looked at as a scorer. He's the Maybe defensive. that's why they see him on Brooklyn. Because he doesn't have to be that scorer. Yeah, I think I think Ben Simmons needs to be with players that are catch and shoot. Imagine him on Golden State. Yeah. But like imagine James Harden though. James Harden plays best when he's around players who can catch and shoot as well. As right. a point guard, like in Houston, bunch of three point shooters. Right. And now in Brooklyn, bunch of three point shooters. And you throw Ben Simmons there, you kind of lose that mojo mm-hmm. on catching through everybody on that team can shoot. Like literally, Ben Blake Griffin, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden, starting yep. five right there. All of them are like shoot. And Jeff Green is a six I think he's a need six man yeah, Jeff on Green that team can who shoot. can shoot. Yeah. And I mean outside of Blake Griffin, the rest of those guys are elite at shooting threes. And now you throw Ben Simmons, Simmons. in there. I don't know. literally I forgot what game it was. Or no, Sheldon said it, I think the last podcast. But how how they're playing defense on him. They're literally not playing defense on him. Right. They're starting in the paint. They're making mm-hmm. sure, like, and if he was on Brooklyn, that's just a whole other player. 
to go guard double team Kevin Durant, double yep. team James Harden. Like no one, no one's gonna sit down and watch Ben Simmons, or sit and watch Ben Simmons like mm-hmm. shoot threes. No one, he's not gonna do that. Right. So. Yeah, I would say I, no. I would say but no as well. That's what I would say. It, mm-hmm. it is interesting though. I. It'd be interesting to think of where Ben Simmons could go and could fit well. Do you think he's going somewhere? Or do you think they're going to... I heard... My brother told me last night that they're going to try to like fix things and keep him on the team. He's also not joining the Australia team. Yep. The Olympics. Well, they said he's going to work on his game over the offseason. That's what he said. They right. haven't said specifically what part, but they, he said <laughs> he's going to work on his game. So I think it's free throws and dunking. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it, shooting in general needs to be dealt with but i th- and beam to me i think he i think hard, it would so oh, that's true so did doc rivers doc rivers threw him under the bus but then he kind of like skirted around it a little bit and tidied it up yeah and made it made it sound like it was going to be a-okay yeah but yeah i don't know that i i don't see him on the team next year yeah i don't know that i see him i on think the team i think that relationship i don't think philly broken. wants them like the city no, of philly. I've, I've heard more people say they want him out yeah than to keep him I would rather, like, I've heard people say, oh, it's good that he's going to go work on his game. I think, I mean, I would want him to play in the Olympics. Or I think that's another place for him to continue to get better. I mean, I understand working when you're about to play elite players. What Mm -hmm. would happen if he goes off in the Olympics and he beats Team USA? Right. What happens? Does that help him or hurt him more? Well, like right now, this whole this whole off season, we're gonna be hammering the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. Say he plays great in the Olympics. Yep. I mean, you could also say say he plays terrible in the Olympics. Right. Like, I mean, well, you can look at it both ways. The like big he, the big winner of him playing in the Olympics could be the Sixers, because right now his stock that's is true. as low as it's gonna be. Yep. They're not gonna if they do trade him. They're not gonna get a whole lot for him. I mean, they're gonna get a I mean, Ben Simmons is still a great basketball player. Let's yeah. not let's not forget that. Yeah. Like he just struggles offensively shooting the ball. Outside of that, he's a great player. Yeah. But the and defensively, he's elite. Right. But if they trade him now, they're his stock is lowest as opposed to the scenario you just brought up, where if he go out and played for Australia, which mm-hmm. they're not. I mean, Australia's. Team, I was just looking at the teams. They're Australia's team isn't gonna be beating. No, USA. heck no. But let's just say he goes and he shows out, and he hits a three a game or two threes a game. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden his stock is growing a little bit, and the Sixers could bank in on that, you know. But it also could that. help, like, I mean, him as well in the sense of going to. Like, there's not many. I would be surprised if there's many teams trying to go after Ben Simmons. But if he wants out, mm-hmm. like he wants to show up, show out. So that he can leave, that te- somebody actually wants him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see it helping him and the semi- and the Sixers out at the same time. Yeah, well, I, I mean, could see him going to a team where it would be like a coach that was a past player as a good shooter. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. one out there, but a good shooter and a team that's on a rebuild and a young guy like Ben Ben Simmons coming in bringing that extra tenacity mm-hmm. to a young team that's on a rebuild. He's still young. He can still grow. And if that sh- the coach that was a shooter thinks yeah. that he can invest in Ben Simmons to develop a jump shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at Ben Simmons and you put a jump shot in his game. Well, they were dangerous. comparing him to LeBron James yeah. as he was coming out. The next, he's dangerous. The next LeBron James. Yeah. 
I mean, I've never. I went when I watched him play. I watched the. It was Dwayne Wade's last game in Philly before he mm-hmm. retired, and we went to that game. Ben, I've never. I didn't realize how good Ben Simmons was until I watched him live. And I was like, dude, this guy plays like a man among boys when he's actually playing aggressively. It's when he isn't playing aggressively, he's a problem. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, he was dominating those guys. And this is two, three years ago now. But but nonetheless, he's a good basketball player. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see him in Philly. Yeah. He needs to get out of his own head. So this week we are doing our top five, but it's going to be not a top five, a yep. top ten. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do our top five NFL power rankings at this point in time. Uh, so it may change by the beginning of the top year. Top ten power rankings. Did I say top ten? You you said top ten, and then you said, "All right, we're about to do our top five. Ah, ten. Top ten. Yep. Top ten power rankings. Um, and so, do you want to go first? I'll go first. All right, go All first. Right. Hit us. Number ten. I have the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, for some reason I did not hear you say 10. I thought you were saying number one. Number one. Number one is the Arizona Cardinals because of J.J. Watt. No. Okay. Uh, number 10 is the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Number nine, the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Tennessee. Number eight, the Los Angeles Chargers. Number seven, Chargers. I don't, I'm not too confident on this one, but I mean, uh, I could so I number seven I have the Browns. I could put the I could also put them behind the Chargers. I could also put them behind the Tennessee Titans. They're they're in the ten okay right, th- right now. But I don't like you don't know how much you believe in them yet. No. Yep. Not really. I'm with you. Uh, number six I have the Packers. If Aaron Rodgers is there, if not, they are now the 32nd best team in the league. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um. Number five, the Baltimore Ravens. Number four, I have the L.A. Rams. Number three, I have the Buffalo Bills. Number two, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. And number one, I have the Detroit Lions. Just kidding. (laughs) Nice pick. I have the team that's bringing back all their starters, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, wow. So that is my... Fascinating. We have not one team in the same position. So you have okay. Not one team is the same. All right. Let's. uh... So my number. I'm going to start. I actually did a top eleven for a reason that you kind of said. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be in Green Bay, (laughs) so I'm going to put. I have Green Bay in my top ten right now. Okay. However, if if Aaron Rodgers gets traded or somehow not in Green Bay. We're going to slide Packers out. I'm with you. They go to 32. And <laughs> we're going to move my number 11 up to 10 and so on. Okay. So my number 11 is the Cowboys. <laughs> Blech. Keep I going. I I'd get an eye roll. <laughs> um, I think that they're, I think they're, their receiving core is great. I, I, and and Dak coming back, I think they have, they have a good team. Mm-hmm. Their defense need help, though. Mm-hmm. Definitely needs help. But in this league, shootout teams can can win games. Um, number 10, I have the Colts, um, Carson Wentz. I'm high on them. I think okay. they're going to play, play great this year. I think Carson Wentz is going to make a comeback and have a good career thus far. Or, I mean, I do or, and I don't Yeah, at the same time. 
you do what you I think do that's hope he happen, does, and I don't want to do hope he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, yep. I bet you do. Number <laughs> nine, I have the Cardinals. Okay. Um, like you said, I'm a big believer in them. I like the moves mm-hmm. they made this offseason. We've talked about that before. Uh, number eight, I have the Rams. Number nine, I have the Tennessee Titans. You mean number seven? You have t- number seven? Number eight, I have the Rams. Right. And then number seven, you have? The Tennessee Titans. Okay. You said number nine. Yep. Sorry. I can't count today. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, Tennessee Titans. Uh, I put them slightly above the Rams. I think they're kind of neck and neck there. Um, really? Yeah. I, I, like, I, I like the Rams because they got a nasty defense. Yeah, I think I think they're both teams that are going through a big transition. Like the Rams, I, I buy into the defense, but we don't know how Stafford's gonna show out there. I believe in him. I, I think he's I gonna be too. great. I think he's gonna be but really we good. don't know that yet. Yeah. Same thing with the Titans. They made a move with Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. The talent is there, but we don't know how that all is gonna fit together. So I just hope he stays healthy. Right. If if it all works together great, they could be top five. But yeah. we just those two teams I kind of have, they could fall. Mm-hmm. During the year, or they could rise up really, like really far in, yeah. during the year. So we just don't know about those two. Um, Seahawks is my number six team. They concern me, obviously defense. We talked about it, but it's one more year under the belt with Russell Wilson to Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, who's a beast, and if he just continues to get better, I mean, he's going to be tough to stop. I think, yeah, but that division is insanely yep. good this yep. year. I have, I mean, I have the Seahawks, and then I have the Seahawks at six. I have the Rams at eight. I have the Cardinals at nine. Oh yeah, all in their def- all, all in the same division. And the Forty ers so, at number one. <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> but they, all those teams are all in the same division, all in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Now I could see. I'm not going to be surprised if one of those teams fall out and yeah. finishes fifteen or something. Yeah. And I think out of those, Seahawks could be the. Team riskiest yeah but i think the high russell wilson he's just so good and that offense is really good um when it's playing well yeah and i, I anyway i just i see them as being talent wise i th- I could see them finishing finishing well um number five is packers the green bay packers but again that changes if aaron Rodgers isn't there number four i have the baltimore ravens um, i think they're going to come back with a surge this year i think that they can Last year, it was kind of a hard year for them coming out after the year they had prior two yeah. years ago. Like that, They just dominated the NFL. I knew it was going to be sort of a down year, but I think they can come back and, and really, if, if Lamar Jackson turns into a, a pack of pastor, I think he could uh, do some damage. Yep. Number three, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I, wow. Everybody. Wow. I, we are so <laughs> caught in the moment with these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have forgotten that they. Tom Brady. Tom I messed great. up last season. Yes, I understand. Tom Brady is great. And, I mean, we did a ranking before of the top players or athletes that we've ever seen in our life, and he was number one in my, my mm-hmm. ranking. So, like, I had the respect for him. But that team was not great all year. They got hot at the right time. But they are – They're still – I do not see them keeping up what they did in the Super Bowl all year long. I don't. I don't see it happening, and I do, I think they got hot at the right time. I believe this, and I we talked about this last mm-hmm. year at the at the end of the Super Bowl. I don't see them being the Super Bowl favorites next year. Everybody's high on them. They brought back the twenty two starters. Blah blah blah. I like get the it. The weapons they got. I get it. I okay. get it. They're great, yep. but I have number two. I have the Buffalo Bills. Those guys are only getting better. Buffalo and is they're young, dangerous. They're young. They only have. I mean, barring injuries, their did arrow you, is pointing way. Did up. you see? 
at the end of their their loss to the Chiefs. Diggs. And Diggs. Yeah. Dude, that gives you some goose pimples right Bro, there. Yeah. Man, that's I mean, you're a, just like he's just taking that all in. The he's legendary like, players do that. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's legendary, but I'm just saying legendary players do that. Um, yeah. if you if you guys didn't see the game mm-hmm. when Buffalo lost to Kansas City and Kansas City was doing the trophy presentation yeah. for the AFC Championship trophy. Stephon Diggs was sitting at the by the tunnel, but on the other side of the field, just watching it all, just yep. sitting there watching it, um, and just fueling himself. You could see it just fueling him, and and so like you better believe that that chip is on his shoulder all the way through the year. He's going to be the first overall pick in fantasy. Diggs? Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, if you're going to take him, go for it. I'm not taking him. Uh, I did see a stat though that over the past three years, is it three years or two years? Josh Allen has more rushing touchdowns than Ezekiel Elliott. I saw that. 25. He has 25. 25 Ezekiel Elliott like has 24. Unbelievable. Zeke is terrible. Um, my number one is the Kansas City Chiefs. They're still a team to beat. They just bolstered up that offensive line. So I. That's true. I mean, they they everything that they struggled with in the Super Bowl, they bolstered up, and they're not going to let that happen again. So I think that they are still the team to beat. They're the best player in the world. They're mm. geared up, ready to go. Man. That being that's said, I don't stuff. know if Chiefs are my Super Bowl pick, but we'll talk about that in the <laughs> oh, future. Yep. But right now, power rankings, that's who I see as being the power rankings. Cheryl wanted me to mention, well, not didn't want me to mention, but I did tell her before I left that New Orleans was not in my top 10. Although talent-wise, <laughs> their team is great, but I am not putting James Tunson in my top five, New, my top 10. No way. And so he's staying out of there. He might be 15 or so, but he's staying out of my top 10. All right, so I have, we're going to do this little segment. I want to see what your thoughts are on how many wins these teams will have. So we're going based off of Hollywood Casino, whatever whatever they predict. Okay. Okay. So this week we're doing the AFC East and the NFC East. Okay. Okay. The... AFC, I'll give, I'll let you know who these teams are playing, for that, so that you can have an idea and a better prediction of how many wins you think they'll get. Okay. Okay. So the NFC East, or the sorry, AFC East, they play the AFC South, which are the Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, the Texans, Titans, and the Titans. Yep. And they also play the NFC South. Saints, Saints, Bucks, Bucks Falcons. Yep. And, uh, Panthers. Uh, nope. So the Bills, do you think they will get over ten and a half wins? So will they get eleven? So over under ten and a half. I say over. Okay. I can't find my pen. It's somewhere. Thanks. Yep. Okay, so we got an over. Yep. Dolphins winning nine. Oh. You can put push. What's push mean? They will get win. Oh, they get nine wins. Okay, I see. Um, yeah, it's push. Push? Yep. Patriots, nine wins. Uh, under. Do you think they're going to get under? Yep. Wow. I think I, I mean, would have them They're going to have one more rough year next year. I think if they start Cam Newton again, 
I mean, we've been through this before. I do not buy into Cam Newton. So yeah. as long as he's at the helm, I don't see them being a playoff team. Although they they have a good team outside of that. Mm-hmm. But once uh, – who's the kid they just drafted from Bama? Mac Jones. Mac Jones, yeah. Once he gets in and starts understanding that offense, I can see him – Doing very well. Succeeding, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, But that's I don't think that is really going to happen until next year. And the Jets, six and a half. Do you think Under. okay? All right, so we'll do the NFC East. Okay, they play the NFC South, which is also the Saints, Saints yeah. Falcons, okay. and they play the AFC West: okay. Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, Raiders, Chargers, Chargers. Okay, Cowboys at nine and a half. Remember, they play each other too twice. Yeah, Over. nine and a half wins. Over. Yep. The Washington football team, eight. Push. Hmm. The Giants at seven wins. Hmm. Over. Over? Yep. And the Eagles at six and a half. Hmm. Remember, there's an extra game, too. Yep. Um, I'd say over. Over. You know, I, I thought the Eagles were going to go over, too. Yeah, I think they're over. I don't know why, but... I don't... They're not going to go to the playoffs. Oh, I mean, I don't... If they make the playoffs, that's a win of a year. Oh, yeah. Holy yep. crap, yes. Yeah, from the year they had last year. Heck, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. But, but I doubt it. Very much. True. So, well, I want to... I'm going to put these in the archives, and we'll okay. figure out if... In season two, if you're it's right. Exciting. Yeah, season two. Well, look, <laughs> look forward to season two. So let's uh, talk about our good friend, Chris Benigues. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, just yesterday, we were actually hanging out with Chris. Yeah. You guys have heard Chris's name on our podcast uh, many, many times before. He has his um, own podcast, All Talks of Life. And so he's a good friend of ours. And we, Brandon actually just got to meet him in person yesterday. Yep. He came down from New York and was hanging out with us. We went swimming together mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And we had a good time. And, uh, so just last night, uh, or this morning, he mm-hmm. had sent us a voice message. Um, and so I'll just go ahead and play that and we will answer the question that he has. My guys, what's going on? Question for Brandon. First of all, it was awesome to meet you and your beautiful family. I pray many blessings for you guys. I couldn't ask you this because Jose kept yapping his gums, so I had to keep responding to him. But my question for you, Brandon, is did you like the Eagles pick and would you have done different seeing what was on the board? Sean, I'm going with Eli. So we can let you All right. Take so this question first. What was on the board, I would have said I would have just went with um, Devontae Smith. Yep. We needed a receiver mm-hmm. bad, and all the receivers were going. Like right. Waddle was gone. 
Um, Chase. Chase was gone. I really wanted Chase, but there's no way you're going to get him. And uh, the tight end, too, you were kind of oh, hoping yeah. for. But for Pitts, Pitts to fall that far. There's an, yeah. Um, so at that point, I was just like, let's just get a – I can't believe we traded with the Cowboys to even get up there. Yeah. But they knew that the Giants wanted him, and the Eagles traded with the Cowboys of all people and got Devontae Smith. Um, my first reaction was – we needed a receiver. He was not my favorite receiver on the board because of his size. I mean, I keep hearing about how quick he is, yep. all that like that kind of stuff. They compared him to Calvin Ridley for the Falcons. But um, I feel like in this day and age in football, you need a you need a big guy, or at least if you have a big guy, you then have a smaller guy. The Eagles, all they have are small guys. Yep. Devontae Smith now, Jalen Rager. Is Jeffrey still there though? No, Jeffrey's gone. Okay. I actually don't know where he went. Me neither. Um, but maybe Travis Fulgham, mm-hmm. he might be the biggest receiver they have. Okay. Um, but they're they're not that. I mean, all the whole team is speed now. It's speed, speed, speed. Like our, like Miles Sanders, the running back, speed. Yep. Uh, Jalen Hurts is maybe the biggest dude we have on the team, and he's our quarterback. Sure. I mean, like thickness wise. Hurts. I mean, Hurts. Hurts. He, he's but- gone. He, he, I will be shocked <laughs> if there's a game played, if he's still on the team yep. before even training camp. I agree. Um, but they're already talking to Dallas Goddard about extensions. Okay. They have. So mm. they're, they're already looking past Zach Hurts. Okay. And by the way, he's not very happy. Right. Um, that it's taken so long. But um, so, I mean, gradually I'm starting to like – Things that I'm seeing, like route running, stuff like that. I actually seeing him play, I think it could be fun. I think he's going to do pretty. I think he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think the only way is, I mean, he's not going to run anybody over. Right. Like if you get the ball in his hands, you better have people in front of him blocking because he ain't going to run you over. Right. Like, I mean, so I at the moment I'm I'm okay with the pick. Like I'm not Ecstatic. mad, but I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, like I could also see him going over a thousand yards next year. Yeah, I have no idea why, but maybe because him and Ertz played together. Well, he could in be Alabama. sort of like a, yeah, he and Ertz played together, but or Hertz played together, but he could be like a Deshaun Jackson type guy, small guy, no frame, but he could beat you down Dude, the field. I I love watch. I miss Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, like vintage, in his prime. Yep, mm-hmm. killer. Yep. I still remember the Monday Night Massacre against the Washington Redskins. The vi- oh, is that at the that Vic? point they were the Redskins. Mike Vick, yeah. Mike Vick, yeah. LaShawn McCoy, Jeremy Macklin. First play of the game was an 88-yard bomb yep. to, to Deshaun Jackson. I think they won like 56 to 14. When I think of Deshaun Jackson, that was with I think McNabb on their skins too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was nice. Anyway, I the, what I think about when I think of Deshaun Jackson was when he returned to punt to beat. The uh, the Giants, the Giants, yeah, that was I, uh, nasty. I play. was in my grandparents' house, and if they won that game, they made the playoffs. Mm, I didn't know. So that. the Giants, or the, the Eagles? Eagles, okay, the Eagles. They they secured, I think, the division. Okay, and they were down twenty seven ten with mm-hmm. six minutes left in the fourth. And my like, I don't know what happened. They tied it up. Yep. And Matt Dodge. They, Matt Dodge punted the he ball. Punted and it. He was supposed to punt it out of bounds. Yep. Tom I remember, Coughlin. I remember Tom Coughlin. Pissed. Yeah, he was yelling. And as soon as Jackson bobbled it, I was like, "Crap!" 
Yep. But it, if it wasn't for the bobble, yep. he wouldn't have run it. So when he ran it back, but I also remember that we lost game. That was week 16. So we had another game, week 17. We lost, I think, against the Fal- or Vikings. I don't know. It didn't really matter. And then the next one, we lost. So. Hmm. So, that was the that was the last win of the season. Yep. But it was a heck of a nice yeah. and fun win to watch. That was a crazy <sighs> play. Sometimes I go back on YouTube and watch it. Right. Like I said, it gives me goose pimples. So good. <laughs> when Brent or Brent Selleck. Yeah, anyway. So good. Uh at the end of Chris's message there, he mentioned uh taking Eli. Uh if you listen to our last episode when Sheldon was on with us, he brought Sheldon brought up Jose's little debate that he's brought up for many years of uh, taking, if you had one quarterback to take in the Super Bowl, specifically the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, who would you take, either Eli Manning or Peyton Manning? And so we've gotten, we got into that when we were swimming, and uh, Jose <laughs> and Chris are pretty adamant that they take Eli Manning now. Chris is a Steelers fan. He pointed that out. He's a Steelers fan, but he's also from New York. I think that plays a little bit of bias on their on their end, but... Do you see any situation where you take Eli Manning over Peyton Manning? No. Even Super Bowl? No. Me neither. I can't. I don't understand. (laughs) I mean, he has two Super Bowl rings. So does Peyton. Overall, Eli has played better in the Super Bowls um, than Peyton. But, man, if I had to stake a Super Bowl on it, the biggest game of the year, Mm -hmm. I'm going Peyton Manning. Vintage Peyton Manning. Like, prime Peyton Manning. Um, That's who I'm taking, not Eli Manning. So, even the Super Bowl. You're wrong. Brandon, you just got back. I did. Lucia? Well, you didn't. Yeah, it was, it was like it's a, been a little two while. week and a half ago. Yep. Ish. It's been a little while since we recorded. So yeah. But you went to St. Lucia. We did. Where's St. Lucia? Uh, again, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. It's. Off, you know, down... It's down in the Caribbean, right? Down in the Caribbean yep. somewhere. I never heard of it before. Yeah. I knew that you were going, so... And uh, so, yeah, we took a family trip down there with my wife's family, and it was very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took all the babies. We have five-month-old right now, so, I mean, she would have been four and a half mm-hmm. months. And then our sister-in-law, her sister, my sister-in-law, has a five-month at that point, and then they had a three-year-old have a three-year-old um but we all traveled down there uh and it was like babies did good they traveled very well yeah and we got there and the first thing like so we get onto the under the resort everybody's wearing masks because of covid so we still had to we still had to wear it but when we get went down there uh we got out of the bus and the first thing they give us is a hot towel like they had tongs, gave us a hot towel, and they gave us a drink. And they said, like, welcome to St. Lucia. Welcome to it was Coconut Bay. That was a resort name. Yeah. That was weird. I we didn't really know how to accept that because I mean who goes to a hotel and is given a hot towel and a drink? Mm-hmm. That's not normal. You're not used to being pampered. No. <laughs> not like that. So what they didn't tell us is that there was a little uh something something in the drink. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really know that at that point. <laughs> All we knew after we fi- after it was over, we figured that the green one had some alcohol in it, and the pink one was for kids. 
So mm. I'm not a huge alcohol drinker. Mm. I probably would have had the kid slushy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was fun. So we went went to our room. Like we were, like our back looking, um, our back uh, slide door was like we there was a lazy river there was a pool that had a swim up bar that you could just swim up and ask for a drink i don't know how many drinks probably have ever been spilled in that pool yeah seriously yeah um and then they had ping pong table pool tables and then they had another pool like off to the right side of the other pool where you played like you could have do volleyball and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the water. So it was just a lot of a lot of fun, a lot of good family time. Um, uh, they had whenever you would get a drink, if you were to get a drink, if you were outside of the water, you had to have your mask on to get the drink. Oh. But if you just jumped into the pool and then asked for a drink, you were fine. Oh yeah, because COVID can't exactly. So it it for some reason there's a there's a boundary for COVID okay. in that pool, just that pool specifically. I sure, guess. okay. Makes so sense. anyway, so we thought that was kind of stupid. Anyway, vaccinated water. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we just did a lot of uh like there's beach vo- they played beach volleyball. There was, um. Uh, we played pickleball. Yeah, which is pretty fun. Um, still haven't played but no it looks we awesome. have to yeah. we're we're looking at getting paddles mallets rackets i've however, heard, pe- I've heard people call about it paddles paddles yeah. all right we'll call it a paddle it's an old person sport right so it sounds like paddle would be the word <laughs> yeah old people paddle. Call it paddle. <laughs> my mom still calls my like like a playstation controller yeah a paddle because what? like that with like atari and stuff it was called oh. a paddle so <laughs> she still calls it a paddle it's not a controller um <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Um, so, uh, we also did a land tour, which was fun. We, um, they took us on a bus ride up in the mountains. We looked at, um, like a drive through volcano as the only one in the world that you can do. And see, it's, it all smelled like sulfur on that. Hmm. I don't even know what the volcano name is. Um, well, interesting. there's a story, right? Oh, so they don't allow anybody to there's some active spots kind of i guess um but it's all crusted over well they used to have people like for their tour walk on it and a tour guide 34 years ago uh whether he was checking to see like prove that it was solid or whatever he was jumping on it and he fell (laughs) through into the boiling what was the name again well yeah so he was he got burnt i think as they said second degree burns from his waist down yeah they got him out he's okay he's still alive today um but there's a little geyser that like continues to bubble like there's just a bunch of i don't know what it is like sulfur sand whatever it's just really hot but continues to bubble um that geyser is now called gabriel because that is the guy's name so it is growing so no, no one's allowed to walk on it anymore yeah so but, so yeah i don't want to do that um so that was fun to do that and then we um uh what, we, what else did we do we went to a waterfall um on that land tour and then we did a sea tour which then we went snorkeling and we were able to see some 
um, wildlife and stuff. Okay, that was scary. Yeah. So it wasn't on this tour. It was just on the on the beach. Brooke and I, my wife, we went out to like snorkel and see what's out there. Well, I wouldn't say I'm the best swimmer. I mean, I'm not the worst swimmer. But like if I'm swimming into an ocean and the waves are hitting me, that's not like my favorite. Okay. Also, the coral was pretty like close mm-hmm. to your stomach. So we were swimming out there. And, like, as you move up and down, like, you don't know if you're going to hit the, any of the coral with your stomach. Mm-hmm. So, that was a little scary. But they said, keep going. Like, there's a drop off and it's fun to see. So, we're like, okay. So, we kept, we swim out there. And you didn't know when the drop off was coming. So, you're swimming and all of a sudden, literally, it drops. The coral is gone. It just goes, like, straight down. I don't know how deep it was, but it, like, took. Like, you couldn't see the bottom. Like, it, you could only see it because it was clear-ish. Okay. It was, like. It was white sand. That's the only reason why you could actually see it. Okay. But like, you could probably see dark images probably swimming. Dude. But I didn't really like want to look. As soon as I got there, I was like, like it took my breath away a little bit. I looked up and I was like, looking for Brooke. I was like, that was scary. <laughs> like, I don't know what is down there. And Brooke, right. and Brooke did the same thing. She's like, wow, that was not fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we both kind of, as I'm like trying to uh, tread water, I, I ended up kicking coral with my leg nice. anyway. So that, that stuff's sharp. You got a little boo-boo. <laughs> I got me a little boo-boo. <laughs> um, but they are, there was also like sea urchins down there, like the little black spike ball thingies that were down there. Hmm. Um, so apparently those are poisonous. I didn't know that. I think I knew but they were poisonous. all they were all over. I didn't know they were poisonous like to the touch. Yeah, Brooke said if you don't get out, oh, like, that's right. you could die. Like, Ouch. if you don't find, I don't know what you need, antibiotics, something like that. Anyway, Pee. so I think that's a jellyfish. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but as soon as, like, we looked up at each other and we're like, hey, this isn't fun. Let's turn around. <laughs> so we just swam right back. Like, we just booked it as fast as we could. Also, again, being close to the coral, that was not fun. <laughs> um, but we got out and we're like, yeah, that was probably the worst snorkeling experience Oh, ever. no. <laughs> But then we did do snorkeling on uh, on the boat and the boat tour, and so that was that was fun mm-hmm. to to see some wildlife. Yeah. Um. So that was probably the highlights: just doing the land tour, being with family, yep. playing sports. Good and that was all during the playoffs, like during basketball playoffs. So it was really hard not to. Uh, they had TVs going on like in their bars and not stop for a second and be like, "Hey, what's the score?" Yep. So. But you didn't want I to did. I did okay. With, yep. You spent time I, with family. That's yep. cool. <laughs> Cheryl and I got a new hobby. Oh? We did. We got a new hobby. When did this happen? Uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. It's called being sick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we were sick so much over the past few weeks. We watched so much NBA playoffs. It's mm. great, but we were sick for a while. But what I wanted to say was I learned that while and I wrote this in my notes that I was gonna bring it up on the podcast. I learned that I am very good at blowing my nose. I am super good. So like what I learned was there is and maybe people that are listening understand this. I'm not sure. It's gonna get a little nasty for a second. But when I blow my nose, I realized that there's like a extra compartment 
in my head. When I blow my nose, you can normally blow your nose, but there's like an extra compartment. Where you can. I actually learned that when I blow my nose with my mouth open, it pulls from a different <laughs> area. I'm not lying. I would blow my nose and it would be clear for maybe two minutes and then mm-hmm. it would get stuffy again, but I would clean myself out. Give it a try. If you're sick, blow your nose with your mouth open. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to do it with your mouth closed as well. I think most people probably blow their nose with their mouth closed. Right? Yes. Like, yeah, yep. I usually blow. But if you open your mouth and blow that way, it, I, fa- I found that it pulls it from somewhere else. I might save your life. So good to know. There I will be go. blowing my nose that way tonight. <laughs> So just to share a story, uh, I think I think it's pretty interesting to talk about. Uh, maybe some people won't, but Rachel Nichols, she is an ESPN reporter, mm-hmm. and had, if you watch the NBA for any short amount of time, you know Rachel Nichols. She is the host of the Jump, and she does the NBA Finals often. And uh, there is another Maria Taylor is another ESPN reporter um, who's black. She's African American, mm-hmm. and so there was a story that was leaked. It was it was a leaked audio of Rachel Nichols. Um, I don't know if she was complaining or what, um, but she was talking about how ESPN is sort of like, like being frustrated with ESPN because uh, they gave, you know, Maria, uh, Maria Taylor mm-hmm. got in the NBA bubble last year during all the racial tension, Black Lives Matter stuff. Um, they gave Maria Taylor the court line reporter duty during the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Rachel Nichols was upset by this. Um, reason being is not just selfish reasons, but in Rachel Nichols contract with ESPN, it states that she is the ESPN reporter, reporter. for the NBA finals. She is the beta one that's courtside uh-huh. and they pulled her in order to put Maria Taylor there who's African-American and probably did it for political reasons. Um, again, not I don't even know Maria Taylor, honestly, that much. Yeah. So I don't know whether or not she's good or not. Turns out Maria Taylor is now in a fight with ESPN anyway. She wants Stephen A money, quote unquote, and they're not willing to give it to her. So she looks like she's on her way out at ESPN anyway. But there's I do- nobody that's ever going to get Stephen A money. No. He, anyway, I mean, sorry, yeah. And, and he brings in the number. So oh, for I mean, sure. He's rightfully so. But not to get super political, but I just wanted to kind of share it to sort of back Rachel Nichols a little bit, um, mm-hmm. if I could, because I think it is a little bit uh, unfair um, to her. I think I, everybody goes to the race ra- route, and she didn't say anything bad at all about Maria Taylor. It was just frustrating with ESPN. And if you have something in your contract with your employer that says you're to do this on the biggest stage of the yeah. career that you're in, you'd probably want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so when you suddenly get pulled from that and put in place for somebody else, um, for those reasons, it's frustrating, I'm sure. And so anyway, I just wanted to kind of like bring it up, share mm-hmm. a story. Most people probably listening, a lot of people listen to only ESPN. You're not going to hear the story in ESPN because they're not going to talk about it. Um, but it's a big deal. And mm-hmm. I think that that was a terrible thing of ESPN to do. I get frustrated with ESPN, honestly, like, they're very yeah. much political nowadays, mm-hmm. um, and it's frustrating. Dan Levitard leaving, and Will Kane, and I mean, you name it. Like everybody's yeah. leaving. Um, they're not. They're not as much fun to listen to anymore. No, it's not just sports anymore. Yeah, and so that's what's kind of filtered through it. And I just wanted 
what two minutes take two yeah. minutes to say hey look rachel nichols is great i've been a fan of rachel nichols mm-hmm. for a long long time um, i think she's a great reporter right but i just wanted to kind of not that we matter at all <laughs> show support at least a little bit to say like hey mm-hmm. look she's not a racist as people are calling her um she was simply are they really I mean, there's people out there that are, yeah, they take it as, oh, well, she's frustrated because ESPN put a black person as a reporter. Hmm. And I don't think that has anything to do with it. I really don't. Um, She's actually been very vocal on her shows about, she's pretty far left herself. So if, you know, Hmm. even if she was racist or whatever it may be, she's pretty adamant about the Black Lives Matter stuff and whatnot. So, and supporting the players and their voice. Hmm. Um, But... So nonetheless, you're not going to hear that story really anywhere else. But that's what's going on with Rachel Nichols. If you hear a little bit about it, um, it's pretty much what happened. And uh, Maria Taylor's on her way out anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 17 of season one. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is fun. It has been a joy. Um season two is right around the corner we'll probably do another season one episode in there somewhere maybe yeah oh yeah yeah i think we will cool we'll get we'll get one more episode in for sure before the nfl starts yep maybe even two oh, absolutely yeah i was yep. gonna say i think we'll get in before before that yep um anyway so thanks again for listening um we again we do enjoy just everybody that listens we just thank you for for all the views yep all the listens um again we are excited for whatever whoever would like to sponsor us we are thoroughly like we are happy about that (laughs) yep for sure yes so um anyway rate review subscribe join us ask us questions Mm -hmm. thank you chris for sending in another question keep on keep on asking them go to the and, anchor app if you're listening yep. go to the download the anchor app on your phone you can send a voice message right to us and we can put you into the podcast just like we did with chris yep but at that when he was describing that he was shaking his phone yep i was shaking my phone <laughs> in case you didn't i was shaking my phone you didn't in know <laughs> motivational form yep that was my phone hitting the table as well <laughs> Thank you for listening.